Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome. This is Carl's Roller Coaster Podcast. Hello, guys and girls. How are you doing? I hope you're all well. And uh, yeah, trying to make the most out of those crazy times you are currently living. When you think things are improving, they tend to take a different turn, don't they? At least here in the UK. And uh, from what I can see, all over the world, things aren't really progressing, especially for us that work within the music industry or the entertainment industry, should I say, um, in the most positive way. However, that's the key. That's the key word, isn't it? Positive. We gotta stay positive. We gotta believe that comes January, we're gonna have some sort of resolution, some sort of um, positive outcome of the search for a vaccine so we can all resume certain level of normalcy on our lives and perhaps, I'm thinking best case scenario, as I have a tour already in April um, with Phil Axe from Bon Jovi, and uh, I hope that we can actually make that happen, you know, because it's definitely happening on the paper, but we never know. Anyway, um, I'd like to start this podcast today uh, mentioning that my guest was uh, Matt Sinner, the great Matt Sinner, legendary German musician who started his career back in 1982 with his band Sinner and he founded later on in the 90s Primal Fear with Ralph Shippers which is which was Gamma Ray's singer and uh, another big big musician big artist from Germany and these guys together build a huge legacy um, with especially within the heavy metal uh, world a incredible group of albums, collection of albums, should I say, that uh, surpassed the test of time. And Matt himself, he started back in 2010 a project called Rock's, Rock Meets Classic, which is an incredible um, collection of rock legendary uh, tunes that and that they perform live with lots of different special singers as guests and they included uh, the likes of Ian Gillen and Eric Martin and I mean it's this is so long it kind of like slipped my mind now I should have this information in front of me but I don't but anyway it is an incredible project uh, with a symphony orchestra it's the Matt Sinner band and the symphony orchestra and yeah, it's something that uh, for some reason I still haven't got my head around to go and see these guys perform live, but I'm sure I will as soon as, hopefully next year when the their tour in May, I think it is, it is already booked. Arenas all over Germany. So my relationship with Matt started back in 2005 when I was still a heavy metal singer. For those of you that are not aware, yes, I started as an artist and uh, it does feel like a lifetime ago, but yeah, I used to sing. And uh, my first band, 
a professional band was uh, Celerata from the very south of Brazil, from Porto Alegre, and our first album, Darkness and Light, which is available on all the streaming platforms. In all your DSPs, you can find the record uh, available for streaming. And um, also on YouTube, you can see the videos for, 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 for the first single, Eminence. Anyway, um, Matt helped help ink the first European deal of my life. So back then in 2005, he was the one responsible for us getting a licensing deal with MTM and SPV from Germany. And uh, we got the album uh, eventually then released in Europe and in all of the European market, all the stores. It was a time where, you know, uh, albums would be impressed and we were still shifting copies of records this is a this is pre spotify and pre apple music and all of that business so um yeah we did sell quite well in europe back then and especially in japan but then japan was a different story but anyway just back to the main star of the show here matt we kind of forged in a good uh relationship he did help a lot the band back then and when i moved to london in 2008 we got to meet in person when I uh, interviewed him just before he performed at the garage in Islington here in London with Primal Fear. We end up seeing each other again a couple of years later at Bloodstock Festival. And anyway, it was great to uh, catch up with Matt after so many years that we haven't properly uh, talked to each other, speak spoken to each other and it was really good we had an amazing conversation but there is a big but here i committed a mistake i committed a very rookie mistake but people say that you learn from your mistakes right and i do agree with that and uh, even though i'm not the kind of person that will say that failures are really good because you learn from your failures they do indeed give you lessons, and uh, it's very. I do appreciate uh, the depth of this sort of um, statement, but uh, they are not always very pleasant, especially when it comes to a guest of which you, you know, had a great, great conversation, very interesting conversation. We talked about uh, not only music and career and what's been happening during 2020. But about lots of other stuff as well. But that conversation is in my mind because unfortunately I did not did not press uh, rec. I did not record a conversation. I actually recorded only 10 minutes of our conversation. So unfortunately that's all we have. That's all I have for you here today. It's the last 10 minutes of me and Matt Sina talking and... Um, and obviously, I've messaged him afterwards, and he was very compre. I mean, he did uh, understand, and he was super nice, saying, "Carl, shit happens, man, and it's not a big problem. It's never gonna be a big problem because we are all in good health, and uh, he's a friend, and uh, we will catch up again." I already mentioned it to him that before he goes on tour, hopefully, with Primal Fear in February next year which uh, will be covering the whole of Europe and then Matt will be coming back uh, after their European, European tour to do the Rock Meets Classic shows in Germany before he goes with Primal Fear to America to tour with Symphony X. So before all that kicks off, fingers crossed, it will happen. We will sit down again and have another 
chat and uh, revisit some of the topics and probably talk a lot about other things that we didn't even tapped into on this conversation. So, uh, more of the story here is I was slightly annoyed, as you would imagine, when I realized that, oh my God, what's happening here? It's not being recorded. And I'm like, am I really that stupid? Was I that stupid? Well, turns out that yes, I did. I did that. I committed that mistake. And uh, we were in the middle of the conversation, like not in the middle, towards the end. But it was kind of like that moment that you're like, wow, what is going on? How do I, you know, and you kind of have to refocus because we were having a chat. I couldn't just stop at that time after 65 minutes of conversation and say, oh, wait a second. Sorry, um, I haven't recorded any of this. I mean, it would break the whole vibe of which, unfortunately, <laughs> did not get captured you know but um anyway in the end i just uh you know regrouped myself with my own thoughts and uh brought myself back to the present moment and focused on the present moment and realized that you know moved on to the next stage of my day my personal day and um and just you know things happen things happen and they can be really complicated sometimes to deal on a personal level you know but we kind of have to remember that coming always coming back to the present moment which is all that we have yesterday never existed tomorrow doesn't exist because yesterday when you were leaving you were living right here right now that was the present moment and tomorrow when you're leaving tomorrow hopefully we're all going to be leaving tomorrow the day of tomorrow it will be the right here right now again and even though we you know all i can i can speak from from past experiences on my life and i'm sure a lot of you will relate to it that all of the things that i endured in the past that were not very pleasant and were somewhat fr frustrating you know on a personal level personal relationships professional relationships or even things that uh, I believed, like for instance, we just talked about um, now about me being the singer, the artist. That's a story for another podcast, which I do intend to do it and explain a little bit about the ups and downs and how everything happened and how I accomplished so many things in the past. And eventually one day things kind of like collapsed and you do tend to think that oh my god this is the end of my life because that's that was my dream and that's all i lived for and it is true to a certain extent i did live for that stuff to actually happen for that to be a, my career for that to be something that i fully believed and i didn't didn't have a plan b for it but um but in all, in all honesty Years pass and then things start to make sense and then you navigate the seas of life and you end up in a better place and uh, I can absolutely attest that I am in a much better place nowadays In if I look in hindsight that um, if I was still a musician, you know, still playing with uh, that lot and uh, doing music. So anyway, that's a conversation for another time and uh, I will dive deep into it and give you uh, insights about what I just uh, briefly talked to you all. If you do want to know about it, if you have any questions, any specific questions, if you know what I'm talking about, if you know anything about my 
career as a singer, as a musician, and do drop a message, send me a message on, on Instagram, and I will be, I'll happily reply and answer questions, and perhaps even include on the podcast. With you all now, I'll leave you for the last 10 minutes of my conversation with Matt Sinner from Sinner, Primal Fear, and Rock Meets Classic. Bless you all. Have a lovely, lovely day. I'm, I'm really, really happy about, about all these uh, uh, people who were on tour with us. And, and uh, it was, for me, the, the, the most exciting project I've ever been involved in. That's amazing. That's really amazing. Um, Matt, do you have um, or follow any morning routines? My morning routine is since I'm not working in a, in a record company since 12 years anymore. I, uh, at the moment, I'm waking up, get me a coffee, open up my laptop, check what happened in the world, and having peace with my two dogs and, <laughs> and uh, drinking my coffee and then slowly start the day. That's good. And since you you've been involved and played football for many years, do you do you have any do you practice any 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 sports these days? Do you have anything that you do regularly in regards of of uh, physical activity? The only thing I'm do is uh, if the weather is halfway okay, uh, I'm I'm running two or three times a, a week alone. I want to have peace, quietness. Sometimes I listen to new productions and uh, I'm running eight kilometers, but mostly in the evening because um, sometimes the working days are so stressful and so many information. So the, the hard disk in my brain is full. It's great to get some fresh air. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, running is definitely something that um, I love running. I run like five, six times a week. It, it has been a big, big part of my life uh, uh, on the last few years. I coordinate a bunch of running clubs here in London and, and a cycling club now as well um, in conjunction with um, a uh, Danish brewery, Mikula. don't know if you ever heard about them. But um, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a great thing when you combine um, a physical activity with uh, the social aspect of it and and obviously, who doesn't like a good a good beer, right? Especially after a good run. Absolutely, and and it's still also after a show. If I'm really sweating, like a rock mix classic show is for three hours, but also on a, on a primal fear show is is going for one one hundred minutes, so more than uh, one and a half hours. The first thing I, I, I do is sit down in the dressing room quiet, no music, open up a, a, a ice cold can of beer and enjoying it. Do you have any uh, style of beer that you that you like most like if you if you can no. choose or no 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 I'm, I'm for example when I'm at home, I don't drink any alcohol. So really never I, not even a glass yeah. of wine at dinner no. No, I don't drink any alcohol when I'm at home. 
and I don't need it. And, and for me, it's it's absolutely okay to have water, and and uh, so I don't I don't really uh, uh, have so many specialties in, in, in alcohol. If we go on tour, of course, I can have a, a, a Jack Coke or something like that, which is which is always a, a, a nice thing to 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 party with the boys or after a show at the bus, having one or two beers before going to bed and sitting there with the crew and the guys, and and have a good time. So this is this is kind of cool. But if I'm if I'm at home, for example, I don't drink any alcohol. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's uh, yeah. I, I think nowadays with with the current world crisis, it has been a problem for a lot of people, uh, staying at home, not having anything to do, and um, yeah, getting you know not very excited about life in general. And yeah, it has been a problem here in the UK, and um, I presume that in other parts of the world, it has been very very difficult in that sense as well. How are you? Are you are you in Stuttgart at the moment, Matt? Yes, I'm living there, and uh, I have a, a house, and and uh, uh, in the in the uh, in the town I was born, and uh, for me, as I'm, oh, let me say, so many times so far away from home, uh, uh, it's always good to come back here, and I feel well, and I like it, so. There is no reason for me to 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 move to a to a different town or something. Uh, I feel well at home and I like it and I like my house and I like the surrounding. It's all cool. And how is the um, how are restrictions at the moment over there? Are you guys with uh, restaurants and cafes and bars open? Do you have some sort of curfew taking place? And uh, what's what's the scenario there now? Uh, during during this week, it was getting a lot of uh, uh, more discussed because the the numbers are going up and and uh, uh, but all over, I think uh, Germany did a good job so far and uh, uh, the restaurants are open, the bars are open. Uh, you don't have a mask wear a mask outside of uh, your house or or you only have to wear a mask inside public places, which is okay. It's no problem. I was, uh, for example, for the first time I was in Japan, I think it was 94 or 96, uh, uh, the people were wearing masks there because of the respect if they were kind of having a flu or something. So for them, it was like kind of kind of regular. And so if it's if it's helping now to to get the, the, the virus under control, since we get a, a vaccine, I think it's absolutely no problem to wear a mask in, in places you should be. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. It's just uh, I think it's just an extra uh, bit of protection for for everyone. And if not for for the, the the masses of people up till the age of um 65 which is you know um definitely not the group of people that are at, at risk um but but for the others you know it's just about being considerate to to everyone else it's not about thinking only about ourselves and yeah, I think that, that that's definitely something that should somehow. It's really interesting that you mentioned in Japan because they were they were saying. Uh, I read an article a few months ago actually about the reasons, the possible reasons why Japan wasn't being hit so hard 
by the pandemic and one of the reasons that they pointed was possibly the fact that you know for them it's just part of the culture part of their daily lives wearing a mask on on, on those huge uh, uh, gatherings that they have or on public transport and etc so yeah it's about pulling it together and, and and just doing the right thing it's just a bit shambles sometimes you know the economy and 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 the governments the way that they deal with things here in the uk it's all a bit all over the place it's just crazy when you think that things are getting back to normal then new restrictions come in and it's a bit crazy it's a bit crazy mm -hmm. what do you do to unwind matt what would be the the perfect lazy day on your books um sitting on my couch with my laptop uh watching a good football match uh, watching a good movie, have a good meal, a uh, nice dinner, and uh, I don't have any more expectations. Great. Do you? So that that's a question for you. That if you're watching football at home, don't you open a can of beer? No. <laughs> I, I, I have moments where I'm watching a football match with uh, my close friends in a bar and of course we're drinking there mm. but at home no how was it uh this at the stadiums in in germany is it alcohol allowed no absolutely not okay, okay. so and uh, we have uh, uh, a special number if the city where the match is uh, is going over that number Nobody's allowed to watch the match. Is the the number is lower than than the, the regulation? Then the uh, department, the local department, uh, says how many people can attend the match. So we're already matches in Germany where more than ten thousand people in the stadium, but on the other side there are a lot of matches where nobody's in the stadium. Oh, okay. Wow, that's interesting. You see, Germany is, is a, a collection of 16 own countries, and every country is, is uh, uh, doing that decisions for themselves, so it's very, very different. And if you, if you take, for example, Bavaria, who has the most problems uh, 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 and infections, they have to do a, a different restrictions than the people in the north, where where the, the 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 infections are really really a low number. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it do, it does make sense. They are trying to do uh, do it localized lockdowns here in the UK as well. But uh, I mean, I have very strong uh, uh, a very strong opinion about it on how things should 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 be done. But then it's such a complicated moment that anyone's opinion becomes uh, something that. Um, it's it, it's it's become very political isn't it it's a conversation that um it can go very easily south you know uh, when you express your opinion about it and um it's just um it's just better to somehow understand and be um i mean get get, get right information i suppose and and understand exactly what what what's happening in regards of of the the the, the virus in itself because on the long run i i'm sure we will get um we will we will get more answers and and a better understanding of of the whole scenario, not only the virus in itself. But yeah, that's that's still to be seen. 
we all have to hope that uh, 2021 will be a better year, a bigger year, and we're gonna all be able to to get back on the roads because uh, you've got you've got a lot of touring for next year, sir, don't you? Yes, I think uh, uh, it will be a, a, a very very busy year as far as everything is not going down again and uh, we have to postpone and postpone and postpone like a lot of bands are doing and uh, on the other side uh, is uh, we're giving our best we're trying our best and uh, uh, let's see what we can do amazing matt thank you so much for your time thank you for this conversation it's been thank a you. pleasure and uh, I hope that uh, we can connect in real life sometime soon. And, yes, uh, and that, would, that would be, be, be nice. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Maybe we can go for a jog together and finish it with a nice beer. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, Matt. I appreciate your time. Have a nice day. And you. And, uh, till the next time. Yeah? Till next time. Cheers. All right. Ciao. Bye-bye. I hope you guys enjoyed this conversation this podcast as much as I did doing it. So if that's the case, please do follow on Instagram at RollercoasterCarl, myself at Carl Casagrande, on Twitter, same thing, Facebook, same thing. Uh, do subscribe, do subscribe on iTunes, subscribe on Spotify, that's very, very much appreciated. Thank you and have a great, great day. Cheers. Bye-bye.